Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Daniel and Tammy Floyd. Daniel and Tammy are the founding and senior pastors of Life Point Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Since its start in 2005, the church has expanded to five campuses ranging from Louisville, Kentucky to Stuttgart, Germany. In 2016, they launched LifePoint College to train and equip ministry leaders. In this episode, we'll discuss church planting, hard leadership decisions, flowing together in leadership, and so much more. So, lean in leaders and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. It's another Avail podcast where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. I got my intro music going. <laughs> I got my heart pumping. What's up, everybody? My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We're one church, two languages. I'm your host. Every week where a new, hot, fresh episode of the Veil podcast comes out, and I get to sit with amazing leaders, amazing pastors, like the ones I'm with today, None other than Pastors Daniel and Tammy Floyd. Pastor Daniel, Pastor Tammy, I feel I feel so happy to be here with you guys. How's it feel to be on the Avail Podcast? Uh, we're so excited to be with you today. Love what you guys are doing, the content you're putting out. It's fantastic. Virgil, you have the best podcast voice on the planet, and I would like to have one church with two languages. I know, right? That is incredible. I mean, it would. it's not happening, but well, amazing. Well, the way you can come close is by coming to visit us at Vertical Church. We can arrange that. Okay. We can make plans for that. Great. I'll have, to, I'll have to I'll have to be in a certain speaking service, but great. Muy bien. Love Gracias. it. Muy bien. Uh, Pastor Daniel, Pastor Daniel, it is a privilege to have you here. Uh, we've had you, Daniel, on the on the Avail podcast in the past. You've been uh, an amazing and gracious guest. I know you're also a podcast host, so yeah. you're kind of on the other side of the mic. I love having that. Plus, you're with your with your wife. You got lead and pastor together. My wife, Jocelyn, and I, we also lead and pastor together, which I love doing that. I would love for our Avail audience to get to know a little bit about you guys, about where you are, mm-hmm. you know, where you pastor. Before we jump into a few conversations about church planting when we don't know we're going to plant a church uh, about the most difficult decisions leaders make people decisions mm-hmm. and then maybe get a little bit more personal on leadership preferences and styles between the floyds this is going to be fun yeah so share a little bit about yourselves absolutely so we've been married uh 20 years next year 20. celebrating the big 20 big deal big deal. Uh, four kids 16 14 7 and 5 so Boys on the end. On one end, we have a driver. On the other end, we have a pre-K. Girls in the middle. Yeah, two boys, girls in the we, middle. We need to live forever. Forever. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is good. Planted the church in 05. That's, we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, here in Fredericksburg, Virginia is where our broadcast is. have five locations around the state. Um, but just about an hour south outside of D.C. So if anybody's ever... Come in the D.C. area. We're not yes, too far from there. Yes, come see us. And it's fall here, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Virginia yeah. knows how while to do fall. While we're recording this right now, Virginia is showing off. That's what I say. Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, you know, another thing we have in common is our oldest is 15, and he has his driver's permit. Um, I am the one who has been designated to be his coach and driving teacher. My wife has not yet gone in the car with him driving. Yes, uh, I understand. Does that resonate? Owen just got his license, and I've only been in the car with him twice, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to go on the record 
to say, I trust that everyone who rides with him is telling the truth and says he's a good driver. He's a very good driver. And I'll just follow him on Life 360 and make sure he's safe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, uh, I will say this. Um, you guys are part of the ARC lead team. Uh, we are part ARC partners, my wife and I. And um, Thank you for doing uh, it's that. It's been so, so good. It's such a mm-hmm. blessing to be part of a tribe. Yeah. Uh, where not only are healthy, life-giving churches being planted uh, and healthy, life-giving churches being encouraged and supported, uh, but but community, unity, and, you know, even traction is happening with uh, so many great pastors and leaders. So I just want to thank you guys for being part of the uh, ARC lead team, which is connected also to this first conversation yeah. uh, about church planting. Yeah. Some, uh, some people say, man, God spoke to me. He showed me on the map. He spoke to me in a vision, a dream. This is our city, and we planted. You know, we got our team together. Uh, it wasn't like that for you guys. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I, I always admire people like that. I think, wow, what great faith <laughs> that yes. they would leave something and and have that. And, and we've had the privilege of sending out several church planners from our church. Have a real heart for church planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their stories are very similar to that, which is yeah, beautiful. Just God put a city on their heart, mm-hmm. and then they build a team and go. Um, but we, we started, um, it, it was a, a small group uh, of people that were already meeting and asked us um, if we would come lead the church, pastor the church. And uh, our first response was no. I, I actually told her, I was like, I know I'm called to full-time ministry, but never to be a senior pastor. That's, <laughs> that's not my thing. Um, I think I'm a good number two guy. I think I, I'll be a good like executor of the vision, but I, I don't think I'm the Honestly, didn't think I was the weekly communicator either. Um, that that really made me nervous wow. to think every seven days I've got to give a message. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we we came up, met with them. Uh, of that fifty that were there, uh, we met with a core team of about twelve and right. had this long conversation about what would it look like and our philosophy of church and just if we were to lead a church, this is kind of in our mind's eye because we grew up in church. We'd served in churches. We're pastor's kids. Yeah. PKs. You kind of had an idea of maybe church could be like this or that. And Virgil, you're talking 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, and, and I didn't have a lot of exposure. So ARC existed then it was small. I didn't know anything about that. Sure. Um, I, I went to, uh, we both went to university um, and so we knew about that kind of tribe a little bit. The only like church growth stuff we knew about at the time, this will date us a lot, is Purpose Driven Church by Rick Warren. Good stuff. Um, so <laughs> all good stuff, but yeah. we'd had no exposure uh, to what could be. And so we just kind of in our mind, we're like, maybe this could, maybe church could look like this and maybe the focus could be that. And so anyways, the that group of people said, we're, we're all in, let's go. And so we... We started driving. Um, I actually was finishing my MDiv, so we drove two and a half to three hours every Friday to come to Fredericksburg. Had any meetings we needed to on Saturday, any outreach events. Sunday was there from set up to tear down. Would would set up. Her, she'd go get coffee, the donuts. You know, I would go. Things. I'd go to this little bathroom, kind of wipe off the sweat, change my clothes, go preach tear down, drive back two and a half hours. Tammy worked as a middle school teacher all week. I went to seminary all week 
And then we would do the same thing again. And we did that for, that was the first year of our church planning journey. So very unusual. I have an interesting question to ask. And I I would like to hear from both of you. We're talking about, that was 2005, 2006, Mm -hmm. right? Um, If you could go back to that little bathroom Hmm. where you wiped off your sweat, if you could go back to that car, coming back with the coffee and the donuts right now, if you go back and talk to to those two to those to that pastor couple uh, that were in the beginning steps of church planting, and you could give them um, some advice and encouragement, mm. what, what what would be some advice and encouragement? Which by, which by the way, there's some probably aspiring church past, church planters right now listening or watching this podcast, and some that are either starting a journey, thinking about it, praying about it, but. What would you say to that 18 years ago, Daniel, and that 18 years ago, Tammy? It's a great question. You're going to get me all emotional here on the podcast. Like I'm tearing up. Yeah. I I think that I would say to me, just stay faithful. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Like part of me wants to say, I would say your best days are ahead. Mm. Your greatest influence is ahead. But also when we reflect back on that time, we didn't have any children yet, but we did have very full lives day to day. And there was just, there was a grace that God put on us in that season to where we didn't dread getting in the car on Fridays. Now I will say Mm -hmm. leaving on Sundays was kind of a welcomed break, just knowing, you know, Sunday evening, we have a little breather before going back into the week. But we just began to miss being here and being a part of the people in their lives. Um, And because there wasn't any social media or anything like that back then, we didn't have anything to compare it to. So the fact that people were coming every Sunday and people were beginning to bring their friends and their friends were placing their faith in Jesus and it's, it's those things that keep you going back. Mm. And if God has called you to it, then it is those things that will happen and lean into the wins, right? Like focus, mm. focus more in on the why of why you're there doing it rather than it's just too much or it could be easier or, um, cause we've actually gone back to that little bathroom in the Marshall Center uh, this past year, we took our staff, which is now larger than the church was. Our staff is larger than the church was when it started. Mm. And, and we went back to, to tell them the story wow. of God's faithfulness. And when you are faithful to him and you do the right next step and you just do, do what mm-hmm. he's asked you to do, he will provide the resources, he will provide the people, and he, only he will write the most, the most beautiful stories. Yeah. I think similarly, I think I would say the same thing. I I would say um, probably a couple of things. I think I would say if you don't quit, uh, Mm -hmm. God will blow your mind. Um, And I I think I would say um, your personal life Mm -hmm. will dictate your public influence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't. Mm-hmm. So don't abandon that. 
keep it, that. You know, when you start out, it's, I, I would guess, I know for us, it's, you're just so desperate for God. You're so surrendered. You're young. Mm. You're, you know, there's a fire, there's a passion. And, um, and it's, it's crazy, Virgil, because if you think about it, the thing that can cause you to get apathetic in that is the blessing of God. Right. Because the fruit of the ministry is the blessing of God. The growth is the blessing of God. The larger staff is the blessing of God. That's all God given. And that can become the very thing that makes you think mm-hmm. you somehow built this. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's this odd thing that the blessing of God becomes the thing that keeps you from being so hungry for God and on your mm. face and seeking him and knowing that it's yes, grow your leadership. I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm an avid reader. I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a leadership podcast. I, mm-hmm. We have a college. I, I am for all that for sure. And I, I would encourage people in that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you can be way competent, but if your soul isn't healthy and, and you're not staying reliant on, God, you built this. You got us here. <laughs> um, it's the whole Moses thing, right? If you don't go, I'm not going. We're not going unless you go with us, God. Um, and I, I think that's what I would I would say. Hey, don't forget that that your public your public life um, can never go as far as your private life. That's so good. I think too. I like that. we we did a lot. We teach out of a lot of things we did wrong. But one of the things I think we did do right is that. We took it very seriously from the very beginning. Every decision we made, every, every, and I'm not just talking about on Sundays and the weekends and leading up to, but I just mean in our, in our personal life and in our private life with our friends. Like we didn't even live in the city at the time that we planted, but we behaved like we lived in the city that we planted. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Because yeah. integrity matters. It matters. And, mm-hmm. and as believers, we wear the name of Jesus. But as church planters, we also wear the name of the church that he has given us to steward. Mm-hmm. And, and especially in this day and age, like you, you have got to be above reproach in mm-hmm. everything you say and in everything you do. And we teach our staff that as well because they are watching. They're watching. <laughs> and That's they so might good. give church one more chance. Yeah. And... Not that, not that we're, I mean, I don't have our church bumper sticker on my car kind of for a reason because I'm not always the best driver. And sometimes I make faces <laughs> at people and I get like, Rah! but we're not perfect, but you know, do your best, <laughs> you know, live, just take it. It's not, it's, it's serious. It's serious business, people's eternal salvation and their relationship with Jesus. Yeah. That's great perspective. Um, I love having that little moment of just, man, what would you say? And because what you what, what you would say to your younger self, what you would say to a church planner today, and and um, you know, staying on this line. In a moment, I want to transition to the hardest decisions that that a leader has to make, and, and a lot of the things that we're dealing with. But but to wrap this moment up, um, I think that Ark brings something. Um, that can really help um, young leaders in churches, all of them for that matter, and mm-hmm. or a, a good tribe, a yes. good yeah. Bible-based, sound, you know, clear vision tribe really makes a difference. Can you guys just maybe touch on just the, the benefit and the, mm-hmm. the blessing of being part of a tribe like Ark? 
Yeah, so about eight years ago is when we got connected. Um, so for over half of our church planning journey, um, we were just kind of long rangering it. Um, not that we didn't have friendships, but we didn't didn't really have a tribe or a community of people. We had a friend here, a friend there. We're voracious learners, so we'd call anybody. Can we come learn from you? Can can we have lunch with you? Um, we're going to copy what you do. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to copy it and try to make it better and use it and call it ours. Um, and so, uh, so eight or so years ago, uh, we got connected with Art, went to a conference, and just really felt at home amongst a group of people that were had the heart of church planning and planning life-giving churches. And, um, and for us, it really became a lifeline mm-hmm. um, because it took me a minute, honestly, Virgil, and, and you may understand this, listeners may understand this. Um, there, there were so much, there was such a spirit of generosity <laughs> in the experience that I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was like, all right, when is the ask coming? Like, when are they going to, want us to pull out a checkbook or, you know, I've just been in enough environments and it never really happened. It really was just like, Hey, we want to serve you, bless you. If you want to partner with us, that's awesome. If you don't, that's cool. Um, but we have great resources and we want to, we want to help you find a new best friend in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. it's really been that for us. And, and now to be on the lead team and see that what we saw on the outside is just as good being on the inside. Um, and you know, we're so grateful for, that's what we got. We came in as a partner church. Mm-hmm. So grateful for um, those listening that are partner churches like you guys that really believe in church planning, um, believe in in helping fund someone's dream and get it off the ground. And and now you know over a thousand churches um, that have been planted. Forty this year and in 2023 while we're recording this, um, mm-hmm. hundreds of people, hundreds of people on launch Sundays. I think this year over 700 people on launch Sunday alone came to faith in Christ. That's wow. just one Sunday, the mm-hmm. first Sunday of all these churches, new churches. And so, yeah, it's, I mean, we found friends, we found resources, we have found wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ability to call someone down the street um, or across the state, you know, or around the, the U.S. and mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm dealing with this issue I know you've had to deal with it before. Tell me what to do <laughs> or give me perspective. I mean, that's just gold. And anyone listening that is long rangering it, man, mm-hmm. I, I would just encourage you. If it's not ARC, find a tribe, find a group of yeah. people. Don't do ministry alone. It's too dangerous. It's, yes. Isolation is dangerous. It really is. I mean, it, it is dangerous um, to do ministry alone and find, find the group that you feel like you can connect with and be a shared mission. And, you know, the other thing I love about ARC is, um, we're all independent churches. Uh, right. You know, we're, uh, ARC isn't our denomination. It's our family. It's, um, it's people that we've chosen to say, hey, let's lock arms and plant great churches. Together, yeah. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is proud to announce that for a limited time, you can get over $273 worth of leadership resources in the Avail Plus box for just in shipping. Inside the Avail Plus box, you'll find leadership books, study guides, magazines, and other content that we know will equip you with everything you need to inspire, motivate, and guide your team to success. Stop putting off your leadership growth on the back burner and start investing in becoming the leader you were made to be. 
Learn practical strategies, knowledge, and leadership tools curated by some of the industry's leading experts. Take the first step in your leadership growth. Purchase your Avail Plus box today before they're all gone by visiting availbox.com. I, I will say too, like our ministry life changed forever when we became connected with them. Um, if you were to read the Avail journal from this quarter, I said this mm -hmm. in our article, that our youngest Jonas is adopted. We adopted him at five days old. And um, as soon as we locked eyes on him, it was it. It was done. He was ours mm -hmm. in heart. And in, you know, he literally came to our door like mm -hmm. a stork on the porch. <laughs> um, but as soon as we saw him, it was like we, we never knew life without him. It was that instant supernatural love wow. that only God can do through the beauty of adoption. But that's how we felt when we got connected to ARC. It was this instant love, this instant feeling of family, this instant feeling and experience of we're in this together. But I think one thing that's really important to hear in that is that we went to the conference. We got phone numbers. We reached out to people. And there is a part that we have to play. We do not have to live ministry life alone. It is lonely because it's its, mm -hmm. it's its own type of thing that not everyone can understand, but there are people who can understand and want to help if they know you need community and need help. Mm -hmm. Do you, does that make sense? Like, I think sometimes we, I've done this in the past as a ministry leader. It's like, I don't have anybody. I'm so alone. There's nobody to talk to. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I plan my own personal pity party. And in reality, I actually do have people I can reach out to. It's jumping over the fear of putting myself out there, taking the risk of trying mm. to build a relationship. And you don't click with everybody and you don't have to, but there are some people that you will click and that you are supposed to be. We love the phrase divine flow. I think Pastor John Osteen is the one that I heard it from initially. Mm -hmm. And there are some people in the body of Christ that he has created for you to have a divine flow with. But you cannot find them if you do not put yourself out there mm -hmm. and put yourself in um, an area um, to discover it. And ARC has, it's just, it's been such a, it's just been such a gift. I don't, mm. I don't really know how else to say it other than we're so grateful and honored. And we honor Pastor Billy Hornsby and Pastor Greg Surratt and Pastor Dino and all of those so many years ago that actually we're starting this right around the same time we were starting our church. Mm. And um, to just be a part of the team now to, to help push out, you know, push the vision and, and make awareness, bring awareness to what it is, is really such, such an honor to us. Yeah, it is a blessing. Uh, we were able to do uh, a special Avail edition in the spring of 2023, mm -hmm. uh, highlighting just the, the yeah. arc and, and all the things the Lord, the Lord has done and continues to do, which is a blessing. I, I love hearing that and how important it is to have a tribe that we're a part of, a family that we're a part of. Um, I, I want to I wanna shift gears here to something that I think is going to help pastors and leaders. Um, Pastor Daniel, you, you mentioned the hardest decisions a leader makes are what kind of decisions? What kind? People decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and the reality is, I would say these last couple of years, I mean, there's always there's always people decisions and there's always issues. Mm -hmm. But I think those of us who, who have been pastoring in this season before 2020, during 2020, after 2020, and the obvious implications uh, of COVID and all this, it was it's it's been a it's been an interesting ride and journey, and even now. So now it's not 
we're new pastors, you know, we're fresh. Now it's, you know, 15 years in when this happens. Now, now some mm-hmm. years after that, talk to us a little bit about some of the, some of the challenges that you guys have been experiencing in this season where it's no longer that, that 1500 member church where you guys were planting. Now it's multiple campuses, cities, even countries. And, yeah. uh, Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think it was um, Maxwell. I'll give him credit. I'm not sure. That said, you don't move at the speed of your dream. You move at the speed of your team. Mm. And It sounds like something he would say. It sounds like, it sounds like a <laughs> Maxwellism. Um, and that's 100% true. Like, the right team is everything. The right people around you are everything. Um, and so not only, you know, having the right people, recruiting, you know, attracting all those kind of things, the right people. But once you have the team, it's having a, it's having a well-oiled machine. You know, I'm a massive college football fan. Um, and you, you look at programs like Alabama and Nick Saban, you're like, how is he constantly, even though this isn't the best year they've had, but he's just constantly, not only is he producing national championships over and over again, but he's constantly producing assistant coaches that go out and become head coaches that are very successful <laughs> as well. I mean, there's something he's figured out about mm. team, about people, about personalities, about getting everybody rowing in the same direction um, towards a common vision. And I think one of the things that, um, that I think everybody walked through, but I think that we're seeing the fruit of, in maybe not the best way right now, is um, is some of the the relational rifts and challenges that walking through the last few years created, and maybe not even the last few years, maybe I would say it this way, is the danger of letting relational rifts last too long. Mm. Um, that that is a as a senior leader, I think it's our job to make sure people around us are keeping short accounts mm. that that the enemy loves to get in through a comment made or a gap created and then begin to feed that narrative in your mind. Um, and our job is to step in and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not, let's not create some narrative in our mind about somebody. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Mm. And I'm really amazed, Virgil, honestly, at the number of leaders that, and I think it's a courage issue, honestly. I think it's, I think it's a lack of courage that causes us to not sit down and go, Hey, I need, I need to tell you that when you did that, this is how it affected me. And I don't want anything getting built up in my heart towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it sounds so simple. Um, but for some reason we so avoid those conversations. And then when we do, it begins to create tension. And I think anybody of student of leadership knows that when you don't have that in a team, then you don't have trust fully. And when you don't have full trust, then you don't have authentic conversations. So you really slow the speed of the team down um, whenever little, even if they're, they seem little in the moment. Um, you know, Tammy brought a proverb to my mind or t- showed me the other day that said, um, love covers an offense, but when a matter is repeated, another translation says, when a matter is continually thought about or talked about, it tears mm-hmm. apart friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get alone in our offices or alone in our head and 
repeat some one thing over and over and over, and then we blow it into something bigger than what it is, and it can begin to really tear relationships. I think we've seen that in leadership outside, just in church life, in relationships in general. We're so quick to cancel people, so quick to allow friendships to be torn apart um, that really could have been rescued if mm. at the first at the first moment mm-hmm. it had been addressed or at the first moment we'd have brought someone into the conversation to go, I don't know how to resolve this. Help me resolve this. Um, and I think those are the people decisions that, um, that are so, so challenging because it is so much easier with all the things we have on our plates as leaders. It's so much easier to live in artificial harmony. Mm-hmm. It really is easier. It feels Everything. in the moment. In the moment. <laughs> it feels, it feels like it. I don't have to address it. I don't have to have the hard conversations. I can just sit around. We can all smile like everything's good. I can give my report. You give your report. But internally, we're relationally mm-hmm. not bringing our full self um, because we haven't addressed the core issue of it. I know that's a, that's a mouthful, but... <laughs> I think to that... Think- is it okay? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think it, it's important what you're saying because um, as pastors and leaders, we have this great responsibility, not only to lead ourselves mm-hmm. and lead our family and our marriage, but a staff of people and then leaders and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and when so many things are happening, people are going through so many, so many things. And, and we also have a spiritual enemy who's in the mix Mm-hmm. It can get tricky, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID was so personal. It was so personal, and everybody handled it a different way. Mm-hmm. And I would say, we're instead of we're experiencing the fruit of it, I feel like we're experiencing the aftermath mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. what what came on all of us a few years ago. And I think as leaders too, it's important for us to be sensitive to the people that we are leading because we don't all operate the same and we don't all get past things the same and we don't all deal with conflict the same. Some it's like, let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, I think guys, don't you guys like fight and stuff? You like punch each other (laughs) or, you know, like everybody resolves. Some do, you don't. Okay. But everybody resolves conflict differently. And I think the sign of a good leader is being sensitive to those people in your life and in measuring at least through prayer and thankfully the the kindness of the holy spirit asking the lord to to help you to see your people and see what they need and see the things that there seem to be gaps especially with um relational tension and relational issues because it really does it comes at the top right so we're at a place now where we need our staff and our leadership teams to help us lead the congregation. So we've got to make sure that our staff and our our leadership team is in a healthy place so that they can help us lead the sheep, you know? And um, it's just something that when you kind of get into Ministry life is fast paced, right? It's just const- yes. it's so many different things. It's it's this one day and this one day and twelve things one day and something totally different the next. And we we can get in the mix of that and then in the flow of that that we just brush things off and 
we just really have felt like in this season that there needs to be a moment, a pause to get this relational thing under control because the enemy is not creative. He's doing the same thing that he did back in Genesis, which was to make you question and to bring division and to, to divide what was the promise. And it's still what he's doing today. He wants to divide the body of Christ so that we're not even fighting with the lost people. We're fighting mm-hmm. with our brothers and our sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you just get to a point where you're like, enough. And I kind of feel like that's as leaders where we need to be right now. Like not on my watch, no. not anymore, because there is the ability to bring resolve. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the very essence of who Jesus is. He's restoration and he's redemption. Mm-hmm. And and he desires for his kids to live at peace, you know, with one another. I think too, if I could say real quick, I think to the leader that's sitting there, because I've been in this position for um, your organization, your church, whatever you're leading is smaller. Mm-hmm. You're like, if yeah. I address that, I can't afford to right. lose that person because if I address <laughs> it, what if they blow and um, and I would just say the fear of man is a trap. Mm. The fear of God leads to life. And, um, and it's God that's building his church and God will sustain it and take care of it. And I know, I know that's easier to say than do, but mm. I've walked that journey when we were smaller of if I confront this situation, right. I don't know what the fallout will be from it. But every time when I did what I knew was the right thing, God honored it. God protects his church. God takes Mm -hmm. care of it. God raises up new people. There may actually be people that you really want on your team that won't come on your team right now because you have a toxic individual on there Mm -hmm. and you're, you're dealing with artificial harmony to keep everybody happy. But that one is really costing you some other leaders that would come along on the journey with you. Mm, That's really good. You know, the, the, the word that pops up as I'm hearing both of you speak is, is courage. Uh, and I think as leaders, we, we really need that courage for those challenging and difficult mm-hmm. conversations yeah. that we need to have sometimes and might be avoiding depending on our personality, preference, mm-hmm. <laughs> experience. No, yeah, I mean, I, I for would, sure. Yeah. No I would say we confident. get better at it, right? What did you say? I was just, I, I think as you do those difficult conversations, you start getting better. Like you start getting more yeah. comfortable with, okay, we could do this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You good, definitely good. become less afraid because you see the benefit on the other side. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I want to I kind of finish off here. Uh, and in a moment, I'd love for people to know how they can connect with you guys mm-hmm. and with, with your podcast as well, Daniel, and, and all the resources that, that flow from, uh, from you guys in LifePoint Church. But, but I, you know, I, I'm curious because I know, I know leading together uh, is both fun and challenging. Uh, and so, so I want to hear from you guys. What would you say, and Tammy, I'll go to you. I want you to answer first. What would you say, Tammy, is as a pastor and as a leader, what is the thing that you just love the most about? Like that you just feel like, oh, when I'm doing this, this is my sweet spot. This is what I was built for. I love this part of pastoring and leading. Mm. Do you think you know the answer? I almost feel like it might be more accurate for the spouse to answer. Because <laughs> okay. he would he would see, he would know when I'm alive and when I'm irritated. You can play that game. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
Okay. T- Tammy just took over the podcast. Virgil. Oh, sorry, Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, the very endearing uh, is people say she's the, the mother of the church um, in more ways than, than one, but I think she's really thriving uh, when she's caring um, in a one-on-one setting with people, when she's loving on people, when she's in a foyer. Um, literally, I, I've, I don't know a better conversationalist um, <laughs> with brand new people. I don't know a better memory uh, about people and details <sighs> of their life. Like, hey, remember that family we met six months ago at that campus and she was pregnant? I think they just had their child. Uh, I saw somewhere and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> my mind doesn't even process that way. Um, and, and in that, because that is who she is, um, has an in, incredible way of just confronting situations head on. Very bold in that. Mm-hmm. But because there's such this care thing, people seem to receive it in a really amazing way. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Like, That's good. I think I just got in trouble. <laughs> I, I do. Thank you. Now you're nice. supposed to answer for me, though. That's very nice of you. Well, I was saying a sentence. I feel fulfilled in my calling when people feel valued and loved mm. and seen. Yeah. And I've, I have asked the Lord for a very long time to help me remember names because there is something about when someone says your name oh, yeah. that they see you. And um, it's, it's only a superpower because the Holy Spirit's given it to me, but I, I kind of do have a superpower of remembering names. So I'm never going to be forgetting your name, Virgil, from here on like out. That. But it's interesting now that some of the most challenging things is also the things you most love. Mm-hmm. The people, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say about Pastor Daniel? What do you think is his sweet spot? Um, he, you're so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is um, such a life-giving podcast. No, you can make it this format from now on. You are welcome. Saving marriages, one question at a time. Yes. Um, he is. He is a. He said it earlier, but a ferocious learner. Like he is like a sponge. He, he, he has his doctorate. He loves to read. He's, it's always got, he's always like, he's in the process of writing a book. It's just, he, it's just in him. Mm-hmm. It's very contagious. Um, but he, he loves helping people discover their full potential mm-hmm. and their purpose. And, um, and even being able to train other pastors and leaders. Um, there's a real gift. He's a, when he said a few minutes ago, like he didn't think he could preach every seven days, you just listen to the man preach. He was clearly <laughs> created to be a preacher. He has such a gift on his life. And um, as, as gifted as he is in that, and as much as he loves um, specifically LifePoint Church and the Big C Global Church um, in general, he really he lights up when he's able to help encourage pastors and leaders and mm. teach teach from what he's learned, but teach from the word of God, teach from experience and, and kind of be able to see those light bulb moments happen. And, and those pastors that he's been able to pour into that come back around and tell him all that God has done. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is so I can, it's just so fulfilling to him. And, um, 
just training the next generation and yeah. leaving a legacy beyond ourselves. I love it. Yourself. You just gave me, me the, the strategy whenever I interview couples like this. That's <laughs> a very good strategy. I love it. I love You're it. Welcome. I love it. Um, I love that. And I, you know, watching from afar, I love hearing this. I love seeing, seeing what you guys are sharing. And uh, I think it's important to recognize uh, we're created to do something for the Lord. And, and we're, we're not equal. We're not created equal. We're, we're different. And yes. we're, yeah. we're, we're skilled in different ways and mm-hmm. talented and gifted in different ways. And what a beautiful thing is when it comes together. We're, we're at the end, everybody. I, we could stay here for a whole another podcast. I know, but right? I okay, something. we'll come back. I want to <laughs> point people in the direction of learning more about uh, the Floyds and, and your ministry and your resources and where they can connect and learn more and grow more. Where can, where can our Avail audience go to get more? Yeah, uh, DanielFloyd.org. Um, and through that, they can connect with social uh, platforms. Um, the Daniel Floyd Leadership Podcast, they can connect to through there. We're um, in the middle of season three right now. Uh, comes out every other week. Really love that. That's on all the platforms where people stream podcasts. Um, and then the church is just LifePoint.org. And, um, and then if you have students that are feeling a call to ministry, LifePointCollege.org, we would love, love, love the opportunity to train them. Or if you're looking to hire um, we are yes. all about helping place trying to raise well, them up, well-raised raise them up. world-class leaders into, into the harvest field. So if you're interested in the family side of things, you can follow me at That's right. Tammy M Floyd, Tammy with an I E M Floyd on Instagram. It's a lot of, you know, fam stuff. Yeah. See all <laughs> the kids. Hey, people are leaning in guys go to the Daniel Floyd leadership podcast. You've got to check it out. Lean into that leadership. I love the life point college uh, push because there's a lot of uh, people that are thinking about man. I think I want to. I think I want to get equipped and trained for yes. ministry. Check out LifePoint College yeah. and uh, and of yeah. course Pastor Daniel and Pastor Tammy's social media. I'm going to mention the Avail Journal. Everybody, the Avail Journal, as far as I'm concerned, is one of the best Christian leadership uh, magazines out there. Uh, and one of the most recent editions has a really cool article. For those <laughs> Look <watching>. <laughs> That is downtown Fredericksburg as well. Our pretty city. Daniel and Tammy Floyd. Better Together is the article in this Avail Journal. If you're not yet subscribed, availjournal.com. You can get a free trial subscription on us. Check it out. You're going to love it. You're going to want to keep it. Resources for leaders are key. Would you agree, Pastor Daniel? Uh, It's everything. 100%. (laughs) Hey, I'd love to to close off with just one final thought from each of you. One final thought. What do you want to leave on our Avail leaders' hearts? I'll go. Yeah. Um, I said it earlier, but it would be my final thought. I would always say is to just stay faithful. Don't, don't quit too soon and stay faithful to the next right thing that God puts Mm -hmm. in front of you. And, um, every little thing that you are a part of in your life is about the next step in your walk. So stay faithful. Don't check out. Keep going. You're doing better than you think you are. Yeah, I would say uh, embrace the process. Um, Embrace the process and uh, dream bigger than what you currently are. Um, Yeah. Because God can do more than what's in your Mm -hmm. imagination. So hit the limit of your imagination and that's where God begins to work. So good. Stay faithful. Embrace the process. Dream bigger. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Hey, uh, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Tammy, I want to say on behalf of the Avail team, Dr. Sam Chan, 
Martin Ventura Board, everybody who's behind the scenes, you guys know what it is. Uh, we just want to say thank you. We honor you. Uh, we, we bless you. We love you. We're thankful for your leadership. Thank you. Uh, thanks love so you much, all. Virgil. Honored to Appreciate be on. Appreciate you. I hope everybody's enjoyed this. Leaders, uh, a lot of great leadership, encouragement, a lot of wisdom. Maybe you need to reminisce about your journey as well. Maybe you need to tell your spouse what you think he or she is really good at and be encouraged in your leadership journey. Remember, everybody, a new episode pops every single week right here on the Avail podcast. I'm your host, Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, your host, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership right here on Avail. Can't wait to catch you next time, everybody, right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guests, Daniel and Tammy Floyd. You can connect with Daniel and Tammy on social media and by going to danielfloyd.org and make sure to check out the Daniel Floyd Leadership Podcast. And if you are or know a student feeling a calling to ministry, check out lifepointcollege.org. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free trial subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail podcast.